Chapter 14 Ratanji Wadia of Namde, Saint Maulisab Dakshina In the last chapter, we described how Baba's word and grace cured many incurable diseases. Now we shall describe how Baba blessed Mr. Ratanji Wadia and gave him an issue. The life of this saint is naturally sweet. His various doings, eating, walking and his natural saying are also sweet. His life is bliss incarnate. Sai gave bliss to his devotees as a means of remembrance. He gave them various stories of duty and action which ultimately led them to true religion. His object may be that people should live happily in this world but they should be cautious and achieve the object of their life vis-a-vis self-realization. We get human body as a result of merits in past births and it is worthwhile that with its aid we should attain devotion and liberation in this life. So we should never be lazy but always be on the alert to gain our goal of life. If you hear the leelas that is the stories of Sai daily you will always see him day and night you will remember him in your mind. When you assimilate Sai in this way your mind will lose its frickleness and if you go on in this manner it will finally be merged in pure consciousness. Ratanji of Nandet Now let us come to the main story of this chapter. In Nandet, in the Nizam state, there lived a Parsi mill contractor and trader by name Ratanji Shapurji Wadia. He had amassed a large amount of money and had acquired fields and lands. He had cattle, horses and conveyance and was very prosperous. In all outward appearances he looked very happy and contented, but inwardly he was not so. Providential dispensation is such that no one in this world is completely happy and rich Ratanji was no exception to this. He was liberal and charitable, gave food and clothing to the poor and helped all in various ways. The people took him to be a good and happy man but Ratanji thought himself miserable as he had no issue, male or female, for a long time. Just as Kirtan, singing glories of the Lord, without love or devotion, song without rhythmical accompaniments, Brahmin without the sacred thread, proficiency in all arts without common sense, pilgrimage without repentance and ornamentation without a necklace are futile and useless. So is a householder without an issue. Ratanji always brooded on this matter and said in his mind, would God be ever pleased to grant me a son? He thus looked morose and did not relish his food. Day and night he was enveloped with anxiety 
as to whether he would ever be blessed with a son. He had a great regard for Das Kanu Maharaj. He saw him and opened his heart before him. Das Kanu advised him to go to Shirdi, take Baba's darshan and fall at his feet and seek his blessings and pray for an issue. Ratanji liked the idea and decided to go to Shirdi. After some days, he went to Shirdi, took Baba's darshan and fell at his feet. Then, opening a basket, he took out a beautiful garland of flowers and placed it around Baba's neck and offered him a basket of fruits. With reverence, he then sat near Baba and prayed to him saying, Many persons who find themselves in difficult situations come to you and you relieve them immediately. Hearing this, I have anxiously sought your feet. Please do not disappoint me. Sai Baba then asked him for Dakshina of five rupees, which Ratanji intended to give, but added that he had already received three rupees and fourteen annas from him and that he should pay the balance only. Hearing this, Ratanji was rather puzzled. He could not make out as to what Baba meant. This was the first time he thought that he had come to Shirdi and how was it that Baba said that he had earlier got three rupees and fourteen annas from him. He could not solve the riddle but he sat at Baba's feet and gave the balance of the Dakshina asked for. Explain to Baba fully as to why he came and sought his help and prayed that Baba should bless him with a son. Baba was moved and told him not to worry and that thence onward his bad days had ended. He then gave him Udi, placed his hand on his head and blessed him saying that Allah, that is God, would satisfy his heart's desire. Then, after taking Baba's leave, Ratanji returned to Nanden and told Daskanu everything that took place at Shirdi. He said that everything went on well there, that he got Baba's darshan and blessings with Prasad, but there was one thing which he could not understand. Baba said to him that he had got rupees 3 and 14 annas before. Please explain as to what Baba meant by this remark. He said to Daskanu, I never went to Shirdi before and how could I have given the sum to him to which Baba referred. To Daskanu too, this was a puzzle and he thought much over it for a long time. Sometime afterwards, it struck him that Ratanji had received some days ago a Mohammedan saint by name Mauli Sahab in his house and had spent some money on his reception. This Mauli Sahab was a well-known saint of Nandin and worked as a porter. When Ratanji decided to go to Shirdi, this Mauli Sahab turned up at Ratanji's house. Ratanji knew him and loved him, so he gave a small party in his honour. Daskanu got from Ratanji the memo of expenses of this reception and everybody was wonderstruck to see that 
the expenses amounted to exactly 3 rupees and 14 annas. Nothing more, nothing less. They all came to know that Baba was omniscient, that though he lived in Shirdi, he knew what happened outside, far away from Shirdi. In fact, he knew the past, present and future and could identify himself with anybody. In this particular instance, how could he know the reception given to Maulisab and the amount spent there for unless he could identify himself with him and be one with him? Ratanji was satisfied with this explanation and his faith in Baba was confirmed and increased. In due time, he was blessed with a son and his joy knew no bounds. It is said that he had in all a dozen issues out of which only four survived. In a footnote towards the end of this chapter, it is stated that Baba told Rao Bahadur Hari Vinayak Sate after the death of his first wife to remarry and that he would get a son. Arbi Sate married second time. The first two issues by his wife were daughters and he therefore felt very disappointed. But the third issue was a son. Baba's word did come true and he was satisfied. Dakshina Now we shall close this chapter with a few points about Dakshina. It is well known fact that Baba always asked for Dakshina from people who went to see him. Somebody may ask a question. If Baba was a fakir and perfectly non-attached, why should he ask for Dakshina and care for money? We shall consider this question broadly now. First, for a long time, Baba did not take anything. He stored burnt matches and filled his pocket with them. He never asked anybody for anything, whether he be a devotee or otherwise. If anybody placed before him a paisa or two, he purchased oil or tobacco. He was fond of tobacco, for he always smoked a beedi or chillum in an earthen pipe. Then some persons thought that they should not go to saints empty-handed and therefore place some copper coins before Baba. If a paisa was placed before him, he used to pocket it. If it was a two paisa coin, it was returned immediately. Then, after Baba's fame had spread far and wide, people began to flock in numbers and Baba began to ask Takshina from them. It is said in the Shruti, that is the Veda, that puja of the gods is not complete unless a gold coin was offered. If a gold coin was necessary in the puja of gods, why should it not so in the puja of saints also? Ultimately, the Shastras laid it down that when one goes to see God, King, Saint or Guru, he should not go empty-handed. He should offer something, preferably money. In this connection, we may notice the precepts recommended by the Upanishads. The Brihadara Yank Upanishad says that the Lord Prajapati advised the gods men and demons by one letter da the gods understood by this letter that they should purchase tama that is self-control the men thought or understood that they should practice dana that is charity 
the demons understood that they should practice daya that is compassion to men charity or giving was recommended the teacher in the tantriya upanishad exhorts his pupils to practice charity and other virtues regarding charity he says give with faith or even without it give with magnanimity that is liberally give with modesty you and sympathy in order to teach the devotees the lesson of charity and to remove their attachment to money and thus to purify their minds baba extracted dakshina from them but there was this peculiarity as baba said that he had to give back 100 times more of what he received there are many instances in which this has happened to quote an instance mr ganpatrao bodas the famous actor says in his marathi autobiography that on baba's pressing him often for dakshina he emptied his money bag before him the result of this was as mr bodas says that in later life he never lacked money as it came to him abundantly there were also secondary meanings of dakshina in many cases in which baba did not want any pecuniary amount to quote two instances baba asked rupees 15 as dakshina from professor g g narke who replied that he did not have any money then baba said i know you have no money but you are reading yoga vashishta give me dakshina from that giving dakshina in this case meant deriving lessons from the book and lodging them in the heart where baba resides second in the second case baba asked a certain lady mrs r a tarkar to give rupees 6 as dakshina the lady felt faint pained as she had nothing to give then her husband explained to her that baba wanted six inner enemies lust anger avarice etc to be surrendered to him baba agreed with this explanation it is to be noted that though baba collected a lot of money by dakshina he would distribute the whole amount the same day and the next morning he would become a poor fakir as usual when baba took his mahasamadhi even after receiving thousands and thousands of rupees as dakshina for about 10 years he had only a few rupees in his possession in short baba's main object in taking dakshina from his devotees was to teach them the lessons of renunciation and purification postscript mr b v dev of thana retired mamlatdar and a great devotee of baba has written an article on this subject that is dakshina in shri sai leela magazine volume 2 page 6 to 26 in which he says as follows baba did not ask dakshina of all if some gave dakshina unasked he sometimes accepted it and at other times refused it he asked it of certain devotees only 
He never demanded it from those devotees who thought in their minds that Baba should ask for it and then they should pay it. If anybody offered it against his wish, he never touched it, and if he kept it there, he asked him to take it away. He asked for small or big amounts from devotees according to their wish, devotion and convenience. He asked it even of women and children. He never asked of all the rich for it, nor of all the poor. Baba never got angry with those of whom he asked Dakshina and who did not give it. If any Dakshina was sent through some friend who forgot to hand over the same to Baba, he reminded him of it and made him pay it. On some occasions, Baba used to return some money from the amount tendered as Dakshina and asked the donor to guard it or keep it in his shrine for worship. This procedure benefited the donor or devotee immensely. If anybody offered more than he originally intended to give, he returned the extra amount. Sometimes he asked of some more Dakshina than what they originally intended to give and if they had no money, asked them to beg or borrow from others. Of some he demanded Dakshina three or four times a day. Out of the amount collected as Dakshina, Baba spent very little for his own sake, that is for buying chillam, smoking his pipe, and fuel for his duni, which is his sacred fire. And all the rest he distributed as charity in varying proportions to various persons. All the paraphernalia of Shirdi Sansthan was brought by various rich devotees at the instance and suggestion of Radha Krishnamai. Baba always used to get wild and scolded those who brought any costly and rich articles. He said to Mr. Nana Sahib Chandolkar that all his property consisted of one kopin, that is the cot piece, one stray piece of cloth, one kafni and a tumbril, which is his tin pot, and that all the people troubled him with bringing all these unnecessary costly articles. Women and wealth are the two main obstacles in the way of our Paramartha, that is the spiritual life, and Baba had provided in Shirdi two institutions, that is Dakshina and Radha Krishnamai. For whenever they came to him, he demanded Dakshina Dakshina from them and asked them to go to the school, that is Radha Krishnamai's house. If they stood these two tests well, that is if they showed that they were free from attachment for women and wealth, their progress in spirituality was rapid and assured by Baba's grace and blessings. Mr. Dev has also quoted passages from the Gita and Upanishads and shown that charity given in a holy place or to a holy personage conduces to the donor's welfare. What is more holy than Shirdi and its presiding deity, Sai Baba? Bow to Sri Sai, peace be to all.